Hi, I'm Erin Marcus, founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the 10 Minutes to Conquer series of the Ready Yet podcast. I'm excited to bring you quick tips and tools that will help you know what to do to move your business forward and who you need to be to do it. All right, let's get started with this discussion about how, though it feels horribly so, that your business is made up of a million moving parts and a million things to track, the truth of the matter is your business is a system. Your business is a system of interlocking, interaffecting. I don't know if that's really a word. If it's not, I just made it up. Interaffecting categories and parts. And just like any other system, if there's a breakdown in one of the sections, it can vastly affect everything that happens with every other part of the system. And this isn't mean, this doesn't mean that every single part of the system has the same triage level. There's certain parts to your business system that truthfully don't need the daily attention that other parts need. But you do need awareness. You do need intentional planning. You do need strategic planning on how to optimize each of these parts of your system and keep them running smoothly. So let's look at this for a minute. Let's break it down. And this is, you could probably figure out 85 different ways to describe this, but this is the, these are the categories that I'm going to share with you are the categories that I've been using for ages. I actually even used these categories back in my corporate career. And these are the categories that I use to break down my overall business into different, more digestible pieces, because that's the other part of the problem. Not only is your business a system and you need to realize that what happens over on one side affects the other, but when it comes time to do planning and analyzing, it can feel quite overwhelming. So rather than look at the business as a whole, Let's start with some of the categories that you can use and what to do about them and how they interact, how they play off each other. So I I break this down into five sections. So number one, first and foremost, client fulfillment. How do you serve your clients? First and foremost, client fulfillment. Why is this first? Because if you can deliver on your promise, you're going to stop getting clients. Secondly, retaining clients is a whole lot less expensive than finding new clients. So what you want to be doing is make sure you're on top of your client fulfillment. Are you doing a good job for your clients? How can you continually do a good job for your clients? And then from a growth perspective, What other problems that do your clients have once you acquire them that you can also help them with? Because again, it's easier to keep a client than find a new client. So how can you become lifelong partners with your clients once you have them? So client fulfillment, 
we make sure we're doing a good job every day, but we really only look at affecting and changing client fulfillment a couple times a year. You don't want to be confusing the marketplace by changing what it is you do for your clients every other day. So getting really, really clear on what you do, getting really, really good at doing it, and then just seeing every time, I think we really look at this quarterly, how can we improve what we're doing for our clients? Are we delivering on that promise? Are we surveying our clients to see what else they need? Things like that. So first and foremost, client fulfillment. The second piece of your system is marketing. The second piece is marketing. And I break down marketing into two sides. There's the find new ponds, grow your new audience side to marketing. And then there's the nurture, keep in touch and interact with the people who already know you exist side of marketing. So grow your audience, nurture your audience, two different sides of marketing. Um, you have to spend plenty of time on both. This is a mistake that I watch entrepreneurs make over and over again, where they do some marketing, they do, they take some action, they go to net, let's use networking events for an example, because that's, this is my favorite example. They find a networking group, they enjoy the networking group, they get very, very comfortable with that networking group, but they start to see a diminished return on sales and referrals from that group. And it's not that the group suddenly went bad. It's just that everyone in the group already knows you. They already know you. We did a take action challenge last year called find your find a new pond. You can outfish your pond if all you do is stay in the same place. So you want to be doing activities that find you new ponds and that take care of the ponds that you're already involved in. This is something that we plan for annually, quarterly, monthly, weekly. This is a category that requires vigilance. This is a category that for many people will, your subconscious will stop you. Fear will stop you. You'll find, you'll do a couple things. You'll get comfortable with them and you'll just stay there. Marketing is one of those places where we're trying to put ourselves out there from a visibility standpoint. Imposter syndrome kicks in. Like this can be the hard one. So we want to get massively strategic about it. So the second part of your system is marketing. What are you doing to find new people? What are you doing to take care of the people who already know you exist? And this is the category that we spend a whole, whole, whole lot of time on. If you want to grow your business, you have to find new people to buy from you. Kind of plain and simple, right? So the third category, which is very, very closely tied to the second category, is sales. Now, I keep it as a separate category because it's a different skill set, truthfully. And the way that I define it, the way that I separate it is marketing are the things that you, is the things that you do for people to get to know you. And sales is asking specifically people to buy from you. So they're completely intertwined. Good marketing leads to easy sales. And at the same time, if you're not good at sales, 
all the marketing in the world is really not going to help you. So they're very, very hand in hand, consider them twins, but they're still two different people. Sales is another category in your business that you want to be looking at constantly, constantly. And by looking at constantly, what I mean is improving your skills, measuring your effectiveness, setting goals, figuring out what you need to do to reach those goals, those key performance indicators that let you know you're on track. And I'll give you my tip. This is one of my favorite tips for how to improve your sales skills and stay on top of this category. We're going to assume you're measuring everything because if you've heard me before, you know I'm a big fan. Measure everything, track the data so we know how to fix things. And one of my favorite pieces of data to track in my sales conversations is what I call feedback to myself. I literally have an entry in my database for every sales conversation that I have, giving myself feedback. How do I think it went? What did I do good? What could I have done better? You kind of know this instinctively. So in the moment, feedback to self. Then when you're reviewing your sales on a monthly basis for closing rate, number of consultations, take a look at that feedback to self entry for every conversation you've had. You'll be surprised by the trends you might pick up that one conversation at a time weren't so obvious. So the third part of your business system is sales. How many sales conversations are you having? How are they going? What is your closing rate? Your feedback to self. And you want to be reviewing that on at least a monthly basis, if not more frequently. So number one was client fulfillment. Number two was marketing. Number three was sales. Number four is your team. Number four is your team. Here's the thing. Business doesn't grow by itself. And you can be great. You can be great at what you do. But I promise, just by the fact that you're human, you're not going to be great at all the things your business needs to have happen in order to grow. The example that I like to use for myself, and it's absolutely ludicrous at my age, but time zones is a life skill. Calendar management is a life skill that eludes me, okay? We're just going to say it. (laughs) It is what it is. Not my favorite thing to keep track of. The going back and forth to make sure things are happening when they're supposed to be happening. Not my skill set. The first thing I gave away when I hired my first team member was managing the calendar. And there's times in our business where I'm just not allowed to touch it because I'm just going to break it. Is what it is. So your team, I revisit from a strategic planning standpoint, I revisit team at least twice a year in terms of what should my next team member look like? What should each team member be doing? What's the outcome of what each team member should be in charge of? So I review it strategically a couple times a year, but team management and team coaching and team training is something you want to be on top of every single week. 
every single week. And you feel like, you know, truthfully, I felt like a little bit of a dork in the beginning. Because even if you only have one person on your team and it's a VA who works 10 hours a week, by the way, that's the absolute perfect place to start. Have a meeting every week. Have a meeting every week. The beautiful part of having a team is you don't have to do this alone anymore. You don't have to do this alone anymore. If you hire people to be good at the thing that they do, get their input so how to better do the thing that they do. So team, managing, training, coaching, involvement on a weekly basis, but about twice a year looking at your overall structure to see how should things change, what should your next hire be. And then the fifth and final piece of your business system is what I call your operations and tech. It's how are you doing the things that you need to do from a technology standpoint. Now, yes, this is going to come up as your business grows. It's often It often comes up in response to marketing initiatives. Many of our marketing initiatives, podcasting, for example, require additional tech. But in addition to that responsiveness version of your operating system and tech, a good once or twice a year, you should be really revisiting everything you're using because so many times we get comfortable with it and we don't up-level and make our businesses a little easier when we could just because we got used to the piece of technology that we have. Not saying that you need to change your technology every six months, but I am saying regardless of whether or not you've changed anything, you should be taking that time to revisit your processes, revisit your technology, and see where could you be making your business run a little bit more efficiently, a little bit with more with automation, a little bit more effectively. So as you can imagine, if one of these things fall apart, it's going to affect another part of the system. And when I went through these categories, right, client fulfillment, marketing, sales, team, and then operations and tech, they don't all have the same impetus of impact on your business success. But if you completely ignore any of them, they'll take the rest of it right down with them. So make a little cheat sheet. This is how I do this. I make a little cheat sheet. I go through each of these categories. I, I put notes in what is the current situation. And I talk just to myself even, what's working? And then what's not working? And then you solve for the information that that exercise gave you. That's strategic planning. Looking at the different parts, realizing where you are, deciding where you want to go, and then looking at those parts. What part of your system is going to help you get there? And what part of your system might be keeping you from getting there? All right, here's the beauty of it. If any of this has you stuck, if any of this has you stuck on how to create the structure or the system that'll allow your business to grow, just reach out. This is exactly what my VIP days are designed to do for people. Look at their system and create the plan for their next breakthrough. So happy, happy strategic planning. 
and let me know if I can help.